Shalom everybody, we're continuing with where we left off in Rav Nossin's discourse, Likut Alachot, the blessings of giving thanks, Rikat Gomel, discourse number 6, based on Likut Imran Lesson 24. We're towards the beginning of paragraph number 5, hey, you'll see square brackets. Rav Nossin is inserting something special, to, but out, out of the way to explain what he had mentioned at the beginning of this paragraph, where each concept, each aspect contains within it the other aspects also, but nonetheless it's still unique in its representation, but yet it has within it a bit of the other ones, which is why the four who have to give thanksgiving he said correspond to the four groups of bread that we enumerated and elaborated in previous classes on the thanksgiving offering that it has. So he says like this Rav Nossin in square brackets that this is not his idea alone. It's something which is bound down. Rav Nosen writes in square brackets, I also saw this idea mentioned in the Al-Sheikh in the way, in the pattern that this holy rabbi, the Al-Sheikh, follows in his commentary on the Torah. That he elaborates and explains, expounds, in the parasha dealing with the thanksgiving offering in his commentary Torah Moshe on the Chumash you can take a look there it's Vayikra chapter 7 verse 16 that he says explicitly like what Rav Nassim said earlier that these four groups of breads that we went into of the Korban Torah they correspond to the four groups of people who have to give thanks, the one in jail, the one in the desert, the one who was sick, the one who crossed over the seas. And like we said, even though each one has to bring all 40, all four groups of the bread, you would think if he's only corresponding to one of the four groups, let him bring only 10 breads, corresponding to that one of the four groups. He brings no, all the 40 breads. Ayan Sham, see there how the Al-Sheikh explains that. And Rav, Rav, Rav Nossin explains this idea, which comes up a lot, a lot in Hasidut, in Kabbalah, and in the Torah in general. And in science, he wants to say, watch. Because this is a rule, keep this rule in your hand for every place. The following rule. This is a very powerful rule. That every concept, every aspect, contains within it all of the other aspects. He's going to explain. But nonetheless, it still has a unique aspect in itself. This applies for everything he's saying. Even, forget about secrets of the Torah and Kabbalah and Hasidut. Even on a revealed level, this holds to be true. Okay, go on, for example. A medical science example. The four fundamental elements, which are earth, wind, fire, and water. That each one is an energy, a power, a force in itself. For example, Earth, for example, is cold and dry. That's the characteristic of earth, that it's cold and dry. Va'esh, as opposed to fire, cham ve'yavesh whereas fire is hot and dry. They're both dry, 
but one is cold and dry and one is hot and dry right but he says but nonetheless each one is made up of the others in the earth you have also an element of fire in it an element of water in it an element of moisture an element of of air oxygen in it okay also heat but nevertheless the earth is an energy and power and element in itself and the fire is still unique it's significant in being unique and it's an energy and strength in itself this is true even on science all the more so when we enter the wisdom of Kabbalah of the Sfirot for example that you have like we saw in Sfirot Omer you have Chesed of Chesed Gvura of Chesed okay each one has in it a makeup of the other Sfirot also okay so this applies everywhere he's saying as is brought down in the writings of the Arizal, this concept and this is brought down Rav Nussan says he, said, he spoke about this elsewhere you can take a look at it in more detail in the laws of Prika Uteina discourse number 4 that's in the section of Yoredea or of Choshen Mishpat really of the of Alachot where Rav Nussan goes into this idea and you need it why do you need it? To know that wherever you're holding, you're already tapping into other levels which are even beyond you that you want to reach. By doing what you're doing in holiness as a stepping stone to where you want to get to, you're already tapping into a bit of that element, of that goal, of that aspect that you want to connect to, Bezat Hashem. Okay, this is the power of a Jew, the power of life, the power of existence, that whatever you're doing is actually tapping into and it's interrelated, interconnected to other aspects and other levels that you want to get into which seem to be separate from you yet you have in your at, in your reach already by doing what you are doing as a stepping stone it's already having has within it an aspect of what you want to get to God willing